Well, good day, everyone, and welcome to The Journey this week. My name is Jude Hennessy, and I am absolutely stoked to be bringing you this week's show. It's the Feast of the Ascension of the Lord. We're just a week out from the, uh, the Feast of Pentecost, the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles, the disciples, the birth of the church. And this week is a very, very powerful week where we are given the, the Great Commission to go, make, baptize, teach. Wonderful stuff. And we've got some great presenters for you this week breaking open, well, that theme. We're going to hear from Father Dave Callahan. He's going to speak to, us, speak to us about living with a sense of urgency that we'll be ready, ready to give an account of how we've lived our, our lives. You'll love what he's got to say. Trish McCarthy, she's going to talk to us about the effects of the sun, that's the S-O-N of Jesus, on, on our lives and what those effects should be. Father Mike Delaney, in his God in the Everyday segment, is some... Um, going to talk to us about how important it is to, to celebrate significant things. He calls it Day of Australia, but our Christian faith gives us many opportunities to celebrate throughout the year because of all those important things that are part of what, what Christ did for us, and today's one of those days. Mother Hilda Scott is, uh, as always, going to tell us a story. She's a great storyteller. and reminds us how God knows what's going on in our lives, and Knowing that matters, but also sitting in silence with God can change a whole lot of things in our life and the way we approach the good things, the bad things, the, the stuff that's a bit blah. But to kick us off, we're going to hear from Father Mark D. Batista, courtesy of his homily that he's done for Mass for You at Home, which, uh, which appears on Southern Cross 10 and appears in various other media forms as well, and including JCR. And he's going to talk to us about the Great Commission that we hear in Matthew 28, 16 to 20, which is about to be proclaimed for us for the Feast of the Ascension of the Lord by Max Norden. You'll love what Father Mark's got to say. You're going to, as always, be impacted by the words of Scripture from Matthew 28, 16 to 20. And following that, we're going to hear the song, The Ascension by Phil Wickham. Of course, after the break, as always, first cab off the rank in the God Spots after the Scripture breakdown is, uh, is Mother Hilda Scott. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy and I'm so glad you joined us this week on The Journey. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The eleven disciples set out for Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had arranged to meet them. When they saw him, they fell down before him, though some hesitated. Jesus came up and spoke to them. He said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, make disciples of all the nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And teach them to observe all the commands I gave you. And know that I am with you always. Yes, to the end of time. The Gospel of the Lord. And now, the Gospel Reflection with Father Mark de Battista. As we celebrate the beautiful feast of the ascension of our Lord into heaven, it means now that the humanity of Christ, of course united with His divinity, is in heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father for all eternity. Human nature has been raised now to this level, interceding for us the great triumph of Christ over the devil and over sin and death. So the gospel the church gives us today is, of course, Jesus ascending, or his last words, ascending into heaven. And 
It's known as the Gospel of the Great Commission because of the final great commandment that Jesus gives to them. But notice what St. Matthew tells us. The disciples go there and meet him. And when they see him, they fall down, though some hesitated. What does this tell you? It tells me that not all of them were immediately convinced that he is worthy of adoration, of worship. In other words, their understanding of Christ, although he'd risen from the dead, for 40 days he had appeared to them now, reassuring them that he was alive, and basically that he was who he said he was, they're still in need of the conviction and the confirmation in their faith. And this happens when the Holy Spirit comes, a feast which we will celebrate next Sunday at Pentecost. But in the meantime, he gives them these final instructions. And he says, go make disciples. Now in the Greek, the actual word says disciple. He used it as a verb rather than make disciples. Disciple them, disciple them. And three things they were supposed to do. So disciple them, then baptize, and then catechize. Teach them to keep all that I have taught you to observe it all. So not just to teach them my teachings, but to teach them how to observe. This is the order in which things are meant to happen in someone coming to know Jesus Christ. They're meant to be evangelized, then they're meant to be sacramentalized, and then they are meant to be catechized. Therefore, if we try to sacramentalize someone, baptize before that person has actually been evangelized, they haven't met Christ Jesus yet. So how can they be in love with him and actually understand the full impact of what the sacraments mean? And this is an ancient, ancient teaching of the church. And this order goes all the way back to what Jesus said to his disciples before he ascended into heaven. And so as we pray about this today, we realize, are we going out making disciples, evangelizing others, because this is not an optional extra for us as Christians. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full.
To the journey, music, interviews, and wisdom for living life to the full. Now, wisdom from the Abbey with Mother Hilda. I read something very moving recently. A primary school teacher wanted to get to know her students better, so she gave them a piece of paper and asked them to complete the sentence I wish my teacher knew. Dot, 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 dot. The results were heartbreaking. I wish my teacher knew I haven't got any friends. I wish my teacher knew that my mother doesn't want me. I wish my teacher knew I miss my father and want him back. I wish my teacher knew that I didn't have dinner last night. I wish my teacher knew that I get scared at night. I wish my teacher knew that I can't do the sums. I wish my teacher knew... Dot, 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 dot. Knowing this made a huge difference in the way she treated the children, and in turn, it made a huge difference in their levels of tolerance and understanding within the class. I wonder if our church communities... Are such a group. I wonder if any of our communities are such a group. I wonder if we all knew what others want us to know, 
if indeed that would change our attitude to them. I wonder if we knew what God knew, would things be different? I wonder if we walked down our local shopping street and looked at people and thought, what is it that you would like me to know? I wonder, might not that change our attitudes to people? I think it's worth a try. Furthermore, of course, when it comes to God, we never have to say, I wish God knew, dot, 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 because he does know. Think about it. Sit in a chair sometime this week and do this little exercise. I wish God knew, dot, dot, dot. And then sit in silence for a couple of minutes as he whispers to your heart and soul, I know. You might even hear the slight choke in his voice as he says, Yes, I know. I know. The mere fact of knowing that God knows can make a difference. Give it a try, then leave the rest to him. Thank you so much to Mother Hilda Scott there. That was uh, wisdom from the Abbey, her much-loved God spot, and she spoke to us about... The fact that God knows, God knows what's going on, but we have to know that he knows what's going on in our lives and spend time with him and just be be in silence, even if it's just for a couple of minutes a day. Let God speak to our heart. Let God, through the presence and and the impact of the Holy Spirit, have that impact upon our heart and our, our soul. Thanks to Mother Hilda Scott. After the break, we're going to be hearing from Father Mike Delaney. He's got a piece he's called Day of Australia. He wants to talk about significant days and and we need to remember and celebrate our faith story by remembering all those significant days in the in the church calendar too. It's a really important part of our journeying each year. Before that, though, we've got some great music. Here's Meredith Andrews, Open Up the Heavens. We've got some third day coming up for you as well, Born Again. And after the break, Father Mike Delaney. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy, and so pleased you've joined us this week on The Journey. Day. We're gathered in your name, calling out to you. Your glory like a fire, awakening desire, will burn our hearts with truth. You're the reason we're here. You're the reason we're singing. Open up. Descending like a cloud, you're standing with us now. Lord, unveil our eyes. You're the reason we're here. You're the reason we're singing. So open up the heavens. We want to see you.
on the journey. Faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. Well, today I found myself After searching It feels like I'm 
seeing God in life's everyday events, here's Father Mike Delaney. I don't mean to be political or controversial, but there has been a lot of comment and some anger expressed over a celebration on the 26th of January called Australia Day. You might have guessed that I'm preparing this God spot close to that date. Now I've pondered this question for some time. I don't have an answer, but I do have something that I personally do. I celebrate a day of Australia on the 15th of September. You might be wondering why that's important. Well, that was the day in 2000 when the opening ceremony for the Sydney Olympics was held. I've checked out the YouTube clip recently and it goes for over four hours. So if you want to have a long watch, then settle in. On that night, every element of the Australian story was portrayed and celebrated. The initial presentation and singing of the national anthem moved into an extravaganza of the sea which surrounds us before Nicky Webster joined an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander man to tell something of the Dreamtime story. The ceremony culminated in two great Australian sportswomen Betty Cuthbert, Australia's Golden Girl, the winner of two gold medals at the Melbourne Olympics in 1956 and in 2000 confined to a wheelchair and sadly has since died, and Cathy Freeman, already a champion whom everyone hoped would excel at the Games. Betty passed the Olympic flame which Cathy then used to light the Olympic cauldron. The whole event, but especially that moment, epitomised so much of what was good about our Australian culture, and I can remember how I felt and celebrated with them at the time. So I use that memory to celebrate my day of Australia, away from conflict and anger. Unfortunately, I do it by myself or a couple of times. I've done it with friends who have joined me on that day. Celebrations are important. My family have a tradition whereby we remember our parents at 8pm on certain days during the year. Days like their birthdays, wedding anniversary, Mother's and Father's Day, and of course the day of their deaths. Wherever we are on that day, we take a moment to toast them and remember their love for each of us. Sadly, twice I've been in the USA on my father's birthday, and I'm not used to sharing a toast at 5am, or drinking alcohol at that time either. Making time to mark special events, anniversaries, and even a national day can become special moments. Moments when we have the chance to remember all the good things and blessings we've received. And of course we do need to remember and celebrate our stories. My hope is that we will find a day or a date when we can rejoice about being Australians and acknowledge who we are today and what we have to offer as a community and as a nation making a difference in our world. Of course our Christian faith gives us many opportunities to celebrate throughout the year. I hope that you also have times and celebrations when you can enjoy what your life means and what your life celebrates. But I'd like to hope that we will find a day when all Australians can celebrate, whether we're First Nations people or recent arrivals. Thanks to Father Mike Delaney there. What an absolute champion. He's from down, uh, down in Hobart. Down there in the nice chilly weather, no doubt, this time of year, but a beautiful, beautiful place. And, and thank you to him for reminding us of the, the importance of remembering significant days, whether they be 
national days or personal days, but importantly too, to remember the, the important days of our Christian faith, such as the Ascension this week, a Pentecost next week, remembering all that God has done for us by mapping out and journeying through those significant days in the, in the church calendar too. After the break, Trish McCarthy is going to talk to us about the impact of the sun, the sun of the solar system in our lives and how that has an impact, but also the, uh, the effects of the S-O-N of Jesus on our lives too. That's after the break. First up, though, a bit more music. Here's the song Chainbreaker and for Gay the Vocal Band. And after the break, we're going to be hearing from Matthew West and Brian and Jen Johnson, too. Faith, hope, love and life. It's the Feast of the Ascension. My name's Jude Hennessy, and I'm so glad you've joined us this week on The Journey. Hope you're enjoying it. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles... If you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker If you feel lost He's a way maker if you need freedom or saving, he's a prison-shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. We've all searched for the light of day in the dead of night. We've all found ourselves worn out from the same old fight. We've all run the things we know. Just ain't right There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker If you feel lost He's a way maker If you need freedom Or saving He's a prison shaking savior If you've got chance a chain breaker If you believe it you receive it If you can feel it Somebody testify If you believe it you believe it you receive it If you can 
faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. Around summertime, I come alive. I enjoy being bathed in sunlight. So much, I think I may be soul-powered. The sun warms me, it strengthens me, it enlivens me, it gives me hope. I move more and explore more. My mind is jubilant in answering the question, how can I make the most of this brilliant day? During this time, people notice a change in me too. Often it's the colour of my skin that has absorbed the effects of the sun. The comment is most often, gee, you look like you've spent some time in the sun, to which I can't argue. I don't lie around and bake, but I do consciously make an effort to be in its life-giving presence. Being in the sun has had an effect on me to the extent that people notice and comment or ask questions. My question this week surrounds the idea on a spiritual level. Does your time in the presence of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, have such an effect on you that you are changed to the point that people, even strangers, stop to comment on the transformation? Just by being in God's presence, the Spirit of God works deeply in us. It drives a transformation from the inside and works its way to the outer limits of our being. This transformation becomes visible to others, particularly if they look with the eyes of faith. Time in God's presence must be a non-negotiable in our lives. It requires discipline, resolve and regular commitment. But the transformation spiritually, physically and mentally is far greater than the sacrifices of commitment. So start your journey of transformation in this very moment and be awed by God. Thanks to Trish McCarthy there. Milk and Honey is her segment. We've been bringing you Trish's stuff since right at the start of this show, many, many years ago. Now, we're coming up to 10 years. We're, uh, we're quickly approaching that wonderful milestone. And that piece today, the effects of the sun, to the comparison between the effects of being in the sunshine and also being in the presence and the, and the grace and the impact of, of Jesus. Giving ourselves time in our prayer life, our spiritual life, and letting scripture transform us to, to be really moulded by the Son of God. After the break, Father Dave Callahan's going to round out the show for us. He's, um, he's got a, a pretty in-your-face message. He's going to talk to us about due dates, not knowing exactly when our due date is, but we are eventually going to be asked to give an account of what we've done and how we've been a witness to Christ in the world. So we need to be ready. That's um, it's important, and it's an important message that we need to remember regularly. You never know the day or the hour of Christ's return or of our, of our own finish line. Between then and now, though, you're going to hear from Matthew West. Great song, All In, acoustic version of that, and Brian and Jen Johnson, Only Jesus. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. We're getting near the end, but I'm so pleased you've joined us this week on The Journey. My feet have frozen on this middle ground The water's warm here, but the fire's gone out I've played it safe for so long, the passion left turns out Safe is just another word for regret So I step to the edge and I take a deep breath We're all dying to live, but we're all so scared to death And this is the part where my head tells my heart You should turn back around, but there's no turning back now I'm going all in Head first to the deep end I hear you calling 
On the journey, faith, hope, and love for life in all its fullness. Here are the missionaries of God's love with the call. Imagine that you have an assignment where the lecturer tells you that the due date is the 1st of October. You have six months to do the assignment, so when do you start working on it? Most people will do a little bit of work now, but not really start getting focused until September. But what would happen if the lecturer said that the average due date was October the 1st? This means that out of a class of 30 people, most people's assignments will be due on the 1st of October. But some will be asked to hand theirs in in late December. And you might be asked to hand your assignment in tomorrow without prior notice. You simply don't know when you'll be asked to hand it in. How would that change the way that you prepare for the assignment? This is a good analogy for understanding life. The average life expectancy is 70 or 80, 
Some will live longer, and the sad reality is that some will be asked to give an account maybe tomorrow. We need to live with that constantly on our mind, in the same way that a student is constantly aware of the exam or the assignment. We need to live every day aware of how precious each moment is. How are we allowing our faith to change us and prepare us to transform us into the likeness of Christ in the world? In Psalm 90, it says, Make us know the shortness of our life that we may gain wisdom of heart. We need to live with that sense of urgency, or at least that sense that we could be called to give an account at every moment, so that then we can be ready. We can live a life that will truly be a witness to Christ in the world. I'm Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. Find out more about us at mglpriestsandbrothers.org. I was a prisoner to myself. I was the maker of my chains. I was shackled by the things I thought I wanted. I thought they made me free. I didn't see their hold on me. All along it was you I really wanted. I've been safe.
That was Jason Crabb and the song Free At Last. Before that, to round out the show, I told you it'd be good. It was from Father Dave Callahan. He's from from up Darwin Way now. Um, and he spoke to us in a piece called The Average Due Date. I've not really known when our due date is, not known really when our finish line is. And we need to be ready to give that account of how we've truly been witnesses to Christ in the world, just was, as was expected of us in the right at the top of the show when we heard about the Great Commission. Go, make, baptize, teach. That's what uh, what Jesus is asking of all of his followers, to draw people into a knowledge of and a love of him and, and therefore into life to the full and salvation. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. We've loved bringing it to you on this Feast of the Ascension. Next week's a big one. It's the, it's the Feast of Pentecost where we break open the scriptures that uh, see the birth of the church. We're coming to the end of what we call the Easter season, a great season of, of celebration. And I can't wait to bring you next week's show with uh, more of the same, more great content from these wonderful contributors to the show each and every week, people like who you heard from today, Father Dave Callahan and Trish McCarthy, Father Mike Delaney, Mother Hilda Scott, and huge thank you to Father Mark DiBattista right at the top of the show too. Hope you've enjoyed it. I love bringing it to you. Thanks to all of our partnering radio stations right around the country, Plenty of you receive it via those airwaves and lots of the stations play at a colour times during the week, which is just uh, just wonderful from our perspective. Great to be partnering with you, really humbling. And for those of you who receive it in many other forms, whether it be through jcr.org.au or as a podcast, we don't mind. We just hope that it's blessing you in your lives. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. Hope to see you next week. And thanks for joining us on The Journey. The Journey is presented by Jude Hennessy and produced by Max Norden on Darawal Country in the office of the Bishop for the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong.